Shannon. Hi, I am Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. This week, we are talking about the word... Okay, the question we got was, how do I prove myself worthy in my new job? And I just want us to take a minute at the beginning here, because... Even looking at this title, the word, the word worthy is such a big word and it has a lot of things attached to it and has a lot of weight to it. Yeah. And I think it's really important for us to kind of unpack that and then we can get into some practical, tactical, I don't have a third rhyming word, uh, <laughs> tips and some advice. But let's start with the question. The question is, how do I prove myself worthy? in my new job. Yeah, I think I would really love to start off from a place of compassion. So when I was in my 20s in my career, Rami, I am 35 years old. That hits me sometimes. Anyways, when I was in my 20s in my career, I can remember having this sensation often when I would get a new job. And so first, I just want to extend so much compassion to the person asking this question that you feel that burden on your shoulders that you need to prove yourself. I'm curious, Rami, is this a burden that you have ever felt of like feeling like you got to prove it? Yeah. And I think more so, I think initially at the beginning of my career, but now, especially now, I think I've taken things a lot deeper. I think there was a good portion of my life where I was like, I'm amazing. I can definitely do this. I just had, I had middle mediocre white man confidence for a, (laughs) a brown person, which was really good for that portion of my career. And I wish I had it still. But now I think that word worthy, like when I read it in this sentence, like hits me so deep in that, like, if you, if you're questioning that, I feel a deep connection to you because you want, you want to be amazing. You want to make sure that you're putting in the value that they're investing into you. Mm -hmm. And I think by just asking the question, you're 95% of the way there. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful place to start. Just anchoring into that fact. The fact as you, I mean, Rami, I'm going to a little bit take your first point. Do you just want to say your first point? <laughs> the fact that you're asking it means you care enough. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who, and I would say this was me in the middle part of my career, is... I'm good enough. I'm not even going to question my worthiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an unhealthy place to be. I think having imposter syndrome is the other side of that. And that's also an unhealthy place. So it's really how do you find that room in the middle? And I think a lot of that comes from having having self-compassion, which we've talked about in a previous episode, but like being kind to yourself and appreciating the fact that you care enough to ask this question. Yeah, and and that's actually a great reminder to go back to episode 57, because when I hear questions like this, that whether it's from clients or listeners or whatnot of the podcast of this fear of like, well, will I be good enough? Or am I, how do I prove that I'm worthy? It does have an edge of imposter syndrome to it. So consider going back and listening to our tips from episode 57 as well on imposter syndrome. But we do have some tips for you right here in this episode of how you might uh, 
deal with this desire to prove yourself worthy. Rami, do you want to lead us off? I would love to. I'm going to swing us all the way back, Shannon, to episode two. My boy, Ben Franklin. What? Episode two? That's like ages ago. Episode two. Lifetimes ago, Shannon. You were definitely not 35 when we recorded episode 32. (laughs) What does Ben Franklin have for us for wisdom? He says the best way to court other people's favor is to ask them for help. Because they immediately want to support you and you get a deeper connection because at that point once you've gotten a favor from them you owe them a favor yeah right and so you're gonna make connections and i think having those connections will help you feel a sense of 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 worthiness yeah in that like oh i belong right like i've connected with people i fit in i'm worthy of this role i love that it's also a great uh uh, one of like I think a couple of possible antidotes to imposter syndrome, which is where I think this question stems from, which is like curiosity, like giving yourself permission to be a beginner and to be a learner and maybe not have something to prove right away. Did Rami have we talked about before like how the the employees that I trusted the least as a manager were the ones who were really sure of themselves? No. In the beginning? Let's let's go more <laughs> oh in that because god. I agree with you 100%. Oh my god. Like the the employees, I can re- remember one particular employee in my time managing talent that this person was just so sure and and didn't want to p- portray any lack of knowledge that I actually did not trust them because I'm like, dude, you were brand spanking new at this company and in this job, you should have a metric F ton of questions right now. And the fact that you don't and like you think you've got it is actually far more concerning. So maybe like how might that take the pressure off of you of like, what if you didn't have anything to prove other than that you're really capable of being very curious and learning right now? I love that. That was just what came. Okay, here's my first actual tip. Though that maybe was a tip in and of itself. What if you didn't need to prove yourself? So I really want you to feel into the energy here. This is a very embodied, um, perhaps some would say feminine approach to this question. But like, think about the energy of proving. When I really embody proving in my body, it makes me like come forward, fists up and out, like just have that kind of hostile energy to it. And I'm curious, what energy might you bring to the workplace instead of proving? So perhaps it is, I'm going to bring the energy of being a curious learner. How do you embody that? That's probably more of like a still leaning in, but with a lot more openness and receptivity Mm -hmm. to whatever is there. So think about that. If you didn't have to prove, what might you do instead? Yeah. How do you shuffle away all the eggshells, but come in with that same feeling of wanting to succeed and, and to learn? Yeah. But without the eggshells, you're not nervous about where you're stepping and what you're asking. Yeah. So some possibilities for energy instead of approving energy could be learning energy could be a, oh, how do I contribute in this new job right now? How do I be a contribution today? How do I be useful today? Much different energy than proving. Rami, what is your next tip? My next tip is short, sweet and to the point. You got the job. You are worthy of it. Like they hired you. They found things in you, in the interview, in your resume, in your background, in something that proved to them that you're worthy of this job. 
acknowledge that, appreciate that, and and let that be some wind at your back pushing you forward. Yes. I laughed when I saw this tip in the episode notes. <laughs> I was like, of course, Rami would just like cut it. Like, <laughs> duh, obviously you got the job. You're worthy. Stop doubting yourself. But I, that's right. such a valid tip to make. Okay, so um, my next tip is a little bit more on the tactical, practical side. It is to create and define what we call in the corporate world a 30, 60, 90 day plan. So really define for yourself, like, okay, well, what would success be at 30 days into this job, 60 days into this job, 90 days into this job? And then share that plan with your boss to get alignment. I think this is also when I've encouraged clients to to take this approach on before. I think it's also a really helpful way to check and make sure that your expectations of yourself are realistic. Um, I'm thinking of a a nonprofit executive that I was coaching once who took her 30, 60, 90 to her board and the board was like, dude, I am overwhelmed by all the things you think you need to do in, in 90 days on this job. Like, take a second. You don't have to do that much. So it can be helpful to have that that stopgap or that um, checks Check and balances, in. if you will, yep. to see where you might be overextending when you just don't need to because you've got that proving energy underneath. Well, and I want to add on to that because I think when you have that laid out and you guys have said, okay, this is realistic, right? Like we've done it. We've got it. It's realistic. Then you get to 30 days and you've accomplished those things. Well, you're proving your worthiness right there, right? Yes. Like you're accomplishing those things. So I think make it is the first piece of advice. The second piece of advice is make sure it's realistic. Yep. And then follow it. And if you're hitting those things, acknowledge that you are worthy of that role. Like you are you are accomplishing the realistic goals that you've aligned with your manager and you're you're doing what they expect of you and what is expected of that role. Mm-hmm. Nice. Rami, what's your final tip for this episode? Find some little wins. So I think the biggest thing is coming in as a new person, challenge a lot of the processes, not in a, your processes are terrible, but hey, I have some experience doing similar things. Are there ways that we can be more efficient? Because when was the last time anyone sat down and actually questioned these processes? But as a new person, everything is new, Right. And so it's easy for you to find quick wins by just saying, oh, you guys do this huge thing. Is there a way for us to do it as a small thing and save everybody a bunch of time and energy? And I think finding those uh, similar wins from your previous roles will help you feel that worthiness. Nice. Okay, I'm going to attempt to do the wrap up on this episode. (laughs) I love it. So I think tip one, thought one is the fact that you're even asking these questions means that you asking this question means that you really care a lot. And caring is sometimes a great way to just contribute to an organization just by giving a shit. Uh, The second impromptu tip is to maybe go back and check out episode 57, Imposter Syndrome, if that's something that maybe is underneath the energy in this question. The third tip is to... Uh, So let's do episode 57, but then also episode 88, which is self-compassion. Oh, good ad, Rami. Yeah, episode 88, self-compassion. A big one to practice here. Uh, And then, man, we're just referencing all the episodes. Then go back to episode two and learn from Ben Franklin and ask for a help or a favor to get to know others. 
Uh, next tip is to notice the energy underneath of proving and maybe see what happens if you shift to being a commitment to instead of proving being a commitment to contributing or being a commitment to learning instead of proving. Next tip is <laughs> Rami's just like straight shooter. You got the job. You're worthy. Like just sit in that relish in that for a minute, even. Then we moved into some practical tactical about creating a 30, 60, 90 day success plan and getting alignment from whether it's a boss or your assigned mentor or a peer or somebody on the team to check to make sure your expectations are realistic. And then Rami's final tip of practicing the art of little wins. Use something from your previous roles to make some quick changes and get some wins for the team. I love it. With that, we'd love to know what advice you guys have uh, to help prove worthiness in new jobs. Um, so connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. With that, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this has been Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.